Welcome to the Gospel Everyday Podcast, following along with the Mariner's Church annual read. This year, we are reading Knowing God Through the Year by J.I. Packer. We hope that you'll be filled with fresh insight and joy as you spend time discovering more about our thrilling God. I heard a quote once that said, sometimes the no is the best yes. The reality is that we all have desires and wishes and hopes in our lives. And we want yeses for every single one of them. Do I want to be relaxing on a beach right now? Yes. Do I want to have the home I'd always dreamed of? Yes. Do I want to have all the things in um, my retirement account that I was hoping for? Absolutely. Yes. But oftentimes we get no. And how we respond to that no has more to do with our character and less to do with what we were denied. My name is Mignocchi. Thanks for joining me for this edition of the Gospel Everyday Podcast. And this is not necessarily a fun one because the topic today is about when prayers go unanswered. It's been said that God's answers to prayers when we come to him and we say, Lord, this is what I desire in my life is yes, not yet, or no. And sometimes the no's are frequent and they're often, and it leads us to question, does God really want the desires of my heart? Am I really plugged into what God has for me? Is this really what God had promised me? That if I'm in a relationship with him, then I would get all of these no's. In my life, I've received a lot of no's, but very many, sometimes at very painful times in my life, times when I've thought that I had the best answer and the yes, but I needed God's power to kind of push it through. And in the moment, it seems incredibly painful. It hurts. You see an opportunity slip away, a relationship die, a burden increased, a sickness stays, and you ask God and ask God and ask God, and the answer is just no. And honestly, you start to ask, what does God really want for me? In today's scripture coming out of 2 Corinthians 12, 8 to 9, Paul is talking about how many times he pleaded with the Lord. Now, the word here, plead, I think it's different than when we say we ask. This, when he says, I pleaded with the Lord three times, I'm thinking about the times in my life where I pleaded with the Lord. It was just kind of asking him over and over again. But when I imagine Paul pleading, this is the middle of the night, hours long prayer. I cannot sleep. Lord, please take this away. And this is what he says. Three times I pleaded with the Lord to take it away from me. But he said to me, my grace is sufficient to you. Now, Paul had some kind of thorn and um, ailment or burden or something in his life that the Lord just never took away. And this was somebody who was working for his kingdom in a way that we still feel even to today, where we read the Old Testament and so many of the books were written by Paul to churches that he started. Our heritage as Christians come from the fact that Paul went to the Gentiles and revealed Christ to them. And and it resulted in people like us who are not Jewish that are following Jesus with all we are to this day. And to this man, 
who had pleaded with the Lord on his knees, crying in agony, God, please take it away. God said no. And oftentimes we stop with the no right there. That God said no, I guess that's it. But the answer that followed after that, what he said the Lord said to him, is something we have to remind ourselves with often. My grace is sufficient for you. What Paul was invited into in God's no was the better yes. Say yes to me more. Rely on me more. Allow me to strengthen you more. Because the reality is that sometimes we ask the Lord to give us something that frees us up from our dependence on him, that frees us up from our leaning on him, our relationship with him, that if he said yes to that, it would be obvious because God can see it, that we would actually get farther away from him. I'm reminded of the times that I asked my father for specific things and he would say no and I'd be really angry in the moment. And then later I would say, well, now it makes sense. He, he was looking out for me in the future. And so I learned to understand in the only teenage way that I can, which was through pouting and stomping up the stairs, closing the door, and then coming down to dinner later and eating in complete silence, that my dad's no was often built on the wisdom of what he desires for my life. Greater is God's wisdom, his desire, his plan for your life than any earthly father could ever give. And when the Lord says no, it's because he has a better yes, a yes to him, a yes to his sufficiency and his grace and his plan. And it may not look like our idea of good, of perfect, of right, but on the other side of eternity, I believe we will look back and say that no was the right thing. So are you experiencing God's no right now? What is he trying to show you about him, about his character, about your character, about your dependence on him? What if his no is just another way of him showing you that he is the better yes? Thanks so much for making the Gospel Everyday Podcast an important part of your day. Hit that subscribe button if you haven't yet, and we'd love it if you could take a few moments to rate and review the podcast. Tune in tomorrow for brand new content. If you'd like more information about Mariner's Church, download the Mariner's app at your favorite app store or visit marinerschurch.org.